All right. Welcome to Everybody Eats. I don't know which episode this is, but we don't count here. No, no, we, we don't. It's okay. We don't worry about numbers and figures <laughs> and stuff. We just worry about food. That's right. And today we have some really questionable choices. <laughs> and, and I don't even know I'm going into this blind. Our, we have a guest today. Hello. How's everybody doing out there? This is Daryl, more commonly known as Seed to some people. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Everybody indeed eats. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> And I'm Mickey on the end. I, I make these questionable purchases. <laughs> and I am Mia. I'm basically the tech here. Tech director. Yeah. I'm, it's my channel. It's my equipment. <laughs> A woman of many hats. Yeah, thank you. There you go. <clears throat> and what are we going to be tasting today? Well, let's hold off on that. All let's, right. let's, All let's, right. let's find out about Daryl here. <laughs> Keep us in suspense. Yeah. This is, this is suspenseful. Yeah. What's bad is that some of the smell is starting to waft, and I'm like, wow. I don't smell anything. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, yes. You're, you're lucky. <laughs> I didn't take my flonase yet. That's okay. <laughs> let's find out about Daryl. Okay. You know Daryl. I don't know Daryl. I, I do know Daryl. I, I basically met Daryl because he ran the paprika network mm, yes. yeah yeah tell us what that is uh it's a paprika network is a podcast network of mostly pop culture based type stuff so you know we we have like our main flagship show the paprika podcast where uh host rick presses talks about movies and comics and you know video games and all that kind of good stuff you know Everything is, you listen to us and you'll be somewhat informed in a little bit of everything. So you right. won't sound like a complete idiot at the water cooler in the office. <laughs> um, my show on their moving panels uh, is all about comic book movies and how they compare with their source material. And uh, third show on there is uh, the Cine Automatics, which is a DVD commentary joint that you can sync up with whatever movie we're, mm-hmm. we're doing commentary for. And currently we're doing all 24 James Bond films. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Yeah. yeah, we just did number five last night, so there's no end in sight. Which one's number five? Honor Majesty's Secret, I'm sorry, number six, uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, that's yeah. what the, like, the one lone yep. Bond yep. guy. George Lazenby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he only did the one movie. And it's one of my favorites. Yeah. 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 I have to say, I think, uh, Live and Let Die is my favorite. I know it's my favorite. I just love it. <laughs> Rest <laughs> in peace, Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. Casino Royale is my favorite. Yeah, I can I can see why. Big beefy Daniel Craig there. It's not about Daniel Craig. Oh, okay. It's just a good movie. Or his rippling muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just incidental. Yeah, it's just it's the frosting on top of a big beefy man cake. <laughs> is, that, is that where they pull the reverse Bond girl thing with him coming, coming out of the water. ocean yeah. with the little yes. campy yeah. trunks? Yes. Yeah, that's not bad either. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, hello, Daniel. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, no, Made no. me feel woefully inferior about myself. <laughs> I went to the gym that night. Um, yeah, but I do love Cine Automatics, and I like uh, Paprika Podcast, because it's like, it's very topical. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I have, I, I have yet to listen to an episode, I must admit. <clears throat> But it's right up my alley because getting ready to do Con Carolinas, I, I talk about a lot of pop culture stuff. Yeah, it might be. So the, I can uh, might be the totally, show yeah, yeah, can, get into that. Both. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can think of Con Carolinas as just pretty much one giant paprika. It's yes, just what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that works unofficially. Unofficially, yeah. <laughs> like, so far, or paprika is just one really small Con yeah. Carolinas. I'll put it that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and you've got uh, a comic that you're writing yeah yeah i do a, a comic as well called pineville 
uh, kind of like a crime drama type joint. Uh, it's pretty much two stories in one. Basically, it's about a, a guy who gets set up for a fall guy for a crime. So he's just, you know, he's doing the jail time and some shady business is going on in the jail that uh, <laughs> he's, <some> shady he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's not quite fully aware of. So he doesn't realize that even though he's trying to just fight to stay alive, he's also slowly being killed at the same time. Ooh. And, uh, and on the other side of things, there's a lady of the evening um, who's uh, working her night job and her day job and trying to make sure that never the two shall meet and uh, all the complications that comes mm-hmm. with that. I mm-hmm. like her. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, for those listeners who don't know that Pineville is actually part of Charlotte, mm-hmm. does it take place actually in Pineville? It does. It does. It, does. Oh, it takes boy. place in the uh, <laughs> fictional uh, Pineville Penitentiary. Uh, so okay. there are uh, sprinkled throughout some some references to places like uh, Smelly Cat, I think, pops up somewhere in issue six or something like that. Okay. And, uh, corner Trade Tryon is in there. So there's a couple yeah. of landmarks <laughs> <laughs> sprinkled in there here yeah. and there. We, we Charlatans know what Trade and Tryon is all about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you try you know, sprinkle some local flavor in there. And, and awesome. Uh, currently working on pre-production for the second issue right now. Uh, first issue is available on Comixology for anybody interested. Oh, cool. Very Very cool. cool. On Comixology. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Official Send like referee's whistle. Yeah. Well, right, I'll yeah. post it with this. Most appreciated. I have a copy for you, actually. But Excellent. I left it out in my car, unfortunately. That's okay. Yeah. Excellent. And I know my other half will jump on it. I think cool. you've done podcasts with Chris no, for the uh, comic book podcast you do. Um, brainstorming comics. Brainstorming podcasts. comics. No. They've no, not okay. been on the same episode together. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have you met Chris? No, Briefly. only in passing. <laughs> okay. Only in passing. Okay. I, I think there might be a bromance. I'm not a sure. A burgeoning bromance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always down for another oh, one of those. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I get excited about romances. I don't know about y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Craig is way back there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I think about him anymore. <laughs> yes, because behind that door, which the audience can't see. There are hundred. There's over a hundred long boxes. <laughs> wonderful. That's <laughs> so, wonderful. I'm just gonna move into your basement. Okay. <laughs> and there's the game. So you're right, no, cool. you're good. How? What? Is, you know, you've got this comic coming out. Mm-hmm. What is it like to birth a comic? Um. I mean, you've got the beginning creative process. Then, do you draw it out yourself, oh, or do you write it out? Yeah, uh, I. I I call it the whole thing. I'm the writer. Um, found an artist, a Spanish guy, like in Spain, Spanish guy, uh, which makes communication a little bit difficult sometimes. Uh, it's 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 frustrating is the best way to put it. Um, doubly frustrating when you're dealing with a person whose second language is broken English. Mm. So I have to try and write my scripts in a way that I translate what I see in my head down on paper but at a base level where he can understand what mm-hmm. I'm talking about uh, for instance there's a, a panel somewhere on like page three or something like that uh, it says you know it's just showing different parts of the jail uh, randomly and it just shows a guy in the, in the infirmary getting like a shot of some kind Mm-hmm. And so what it says is the doctor is giving the patient a shot. So he took that as literally as possible. So you'll see in that panel that he is handing him a needle with something in it. Like, no, 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 no. That's, no, 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 no. You don't want to hand a hardened criminal a, shot. <laughs> a, a syringe. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay. 
I was like, I could have him, you know, redo this panel or I can just keep it like that. I'm just going to keep it like that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's, it's certain things like that that are frustrating. It's it's pretty much doing a story is just one giant puzzle you got to solve. Mm-hmm. How do you move characters from here to here in a realistic way and put them where they need to be for things to happen without it looking like you're just putting characters in a place for things to happen. Make sure everything happens in a logical and natural, uh, natural procession. Uh, all that is is difficult in figuring out and making it believable. While, you know, sometimes still suspending disbelief that you're reading a comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of frustrating evenings is what I have sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then it's out. And now it's well, well, yeah. hold it. We got the publishing part. I mean, what was it like finding a publisher? Uh, well, I'm still just printer. independent through Comixology right okay. now. That is a whole different level of... of frustrating trying to pitch uh to different publishers and all that kind of good stuff and everybody's looking for a little something different and and you know some places are like just give us a one-page synopsis of the whole thing so i'm like how do i fit the entire summary of you know four different volumes of what i have planned out in just one page without truncating you know a whole c plot that i have going on in the background and you know all that kind of good stuff uh so that as frustrating as it is getting it from the head to the paper, it's about 10 times as frustrating finding someone who would actually be interested in, in picking this stuff up. Uh, even getting on Comixology was, was you know, a pain and a half because all the different requirements and it's got to be cropped like this and they have what's called guided view. So if you, if you prefer, instead of just reading it as a page, uh, you can zoom in and go panel to panel to panel like that and, and they artfully will direct your eye in the way it should be read. And so they have weird qualifications. That, so it fits guided view. It looks great in guided view. Uh, <laughs> so all that kind of stuff is just a whole different, like the writing is a, a different headache and then the actual getting it out to people is a, a completely different process Okay. that I wish somebody else completely would do, but nobody else will. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you stuck with it. I'm sure there were times you wanted to Yes. Go, you know what? Yes. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> that time was yesterday, the day before that. The day before that. But now that we're getting started on uh, issue two, um, which hopefully I just I just want to get issue two done and out of the way because uh, I have the whole first volume and a couple of the second volume written now, but two is one of the weaker issues. No matter how much I rewrite it and rework it, that's the weaker one. And three is where three is where it gets real. So I want to just. Just, oh, okay. you know, get past two and, and get to where it gets grimy. I see. Yeah. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the, the naked man shower fight scene. That's what I really want to get to. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> you, you can't have a jail of any kind without having a naked man shower fight somewhere. That yeah, works. Just fulfilling obligations. <laughs> <laughs> I can live with that. Yeah, Looking yeah, forward yeah. to what your Spanish uh, yeah, it's, yeah, he's he takes his time. Uh, which is frustrating a little bit because it's like he has me strung out on my own product. And I'm like, oh, I got another page in the email. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be, we have our process down now, so things will be speeding up a little bit for, for this second issue. Good. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will be at, uh, you know, I'll be at Con Carolinas and Heroes Con trying to chill the first issue. I have to garner that interest going into issue two. Mm-hmm. Very Do you cool. like going to the conventions to push your. Uh, no, because it's most of people like, that ah, sounds good, but I really don't, I'm not interested. So I like going there as a person who loves comic books, uh, as a person trying to sell my own, it can be, you know, incredibly frustrating. Uh, you know, tables, tables 
prices have gotten worse and worse and oh worse gosh, each I year. Know. So I'm just going to gorilla style this shit and <laughs> roam around with issues in my backpack. And like the creepy guy, like, hey, you want to buy some comics over here in the corner? <laughs> you get my mixtape? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it's been compared to. Uh, the way I sell this issue has been compared quite often to me selling like old school mixtapes back in the 90s. What and that's kind of the, the, the vibe it is. It's, it is that vibe, the Pineville yeah. vibe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the book itself is also very hip-hop oriented as well. Oh, so, wow. yeah, I, I find in, in each script, I manage to find a place to have a small boombox or radio or something like that with a notable hip hop lyric coming out of it, which is also somewhat thematic to whatever that issue was talking about. Uh, so hip hop is, is what I live and breathe. So my whole approach to getting it out there uh, is as a very, very early 90s hip hop. Do you have some place uh, a person could go to listen to the songs you choose? I would like to, when the first volume is done, uh, I'm doing uh, four or five issue volumes is what I want to do. Uh, I would just like to put on like a little Pineville mixtape. Uh, or just maybe... <laughs> an, yeah. yeah, playlist. Yeah, Spotify, playlist. yeah. There you go, Spotify list. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you know, give credit in each issue to, you know, that artist and that song and that album. So people, you know, that was an interesting line. Well, where did that come from? And they can figure out, you know, more from there and do their research. Very Sounds cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get hip-hop out to the people as well as a good entertaining story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because technically with hip-hop, we hear very little of what is a major industry. Yeah, I, would, I feel it's probably the same way with most genres. Yeah. Uh, what you true. hear on the yeah. radio is just a, a small sample size of of what's out there for consumption. Uh, you know, things like Spotify and Pandora and your iTunes radio have made music more accessible because they, they generally play more than just the singles that you would hear on the radio. Mm -hmm. uh, that is true. And you, you hear other bands that you haven't mm -hmm. heard of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. In, in looking for the music that you do like yeah but it's still not the same as you know yeah yeah it's not the same you got to do the research yeah uh if you're if you're really a fan of whatever john you're a fan of then you're probably going to do the research anyways and just mm -hmm. you know dig into in the internet man the internet's great for everything that's where i found out a lot of people on message boards like if you like this listen to this and i go listen to this and i'm like oh i do like this and, you mean it's friends. not just there for porn? It's not just, I mean, it's mostly there for porn. It's like 99% porn and then 1% everything else. <laughs> and somehow if I can find hip-hop porn, that's that's just the best of both worlds. <laughs> I'll send you some links. <laughs> There's something out there for everybody. Yes. <laughs> um, well, shall we go to the Everybody Eats questionnaire? Sure. Ooh, questionnaire. Okay. As friends, mm -hmm. we talk about Taco Tuesday. Mm, we do. You got to tell us your favorite taco joint of in Charlotte. Of course. My favorite taco joint is Sabor Latin Grill. Uh, I think there's four of them in the city. There's one in Matthews I haven't been to yet, although it is on my it is on my list of places to go eat. I haven't been to that one either. I've been to the one. There's two in, well, there's like Plaza Midwood, mm -hmm. Noda, mm -hmm. and then the Still Creek one. Yes, yes, yes. I, oh, I drove by that one the other day. Uh, I was on my way somewhere, so I didn't have time. I was going to stop in and just get one taco real quick, but I didn't have time. <laughs> and then taco was <laughs> a, a magnetic pull, really. I slowed down a little bit, and I was like, nah, I kept going. Uh, I like that place, man. They got good food. Uh, the, the people who work there are generally 
pretty friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I split most of my time between the Noda one and the one in Plaza Midwood, so they they both recognize my face. Yeah. Uh, so you know, they're 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 friendly people. I like they being are. there. Yeah, Taco Tuesday. You can't beat a dollar taco. You know? No. No. Uh-uh. No. Even if I made Especially, my own tacos, I, mean, I would still just go put them in the trash and then go. <laughs> <laughs> He'd say, hmm, good job, and then throw it in the trash. Go get me some get a tacos. picture of this. Yeah. Here's what I'm not eating. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Taco Tuesdays, and I love Sabor. Very cool. Yeah. Food that will not pass your lips. What is the number one food? Seafood. Really? Yeah. That's a surprise for me, too. Yeah, seafood. I'm not a fan in any form of seafood. Um, Are you allergic or not allergic? I just I'm not I don't like the taste of any seafood I've ever tried to eat, uh, with the exception of my mom's fried salmon patties. Oh, okay. Other than that, nah. oh, and uh, I'll do like the simple like star kissed packs of tuna mm-hmm. because they're like 110 <laughs> calories. Yeah. And I can scoop them down and then it's fuel for me to go run at the gym. Okay, and, you know that's how I lose weight. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, no, I lobster, nope, crab, nope. Perch, okay. mackerel, none of it. None of it. Yeah, now I'm just naming fish. So you're just not even a sushi fan. Uh, no. Okay. No, no. I gave it. A, I gave it one honest try, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Which sucked when I lived in Korea, is there was a lot of good sushi spots, and a lot of my friends are sushi people, and I was like, I'll, I'll eat somewhere else and meet you guys at the club later on. Uh, I'd be okay with that because I'd be like, just give me all the pork belly. <laughs> oh yes, give me oh, all yes. the pork belly. <laughs> a lot of that. Uh, but yeah, that's the one. One thing that won't pass my lips is seafood. Okay. A little red lobster. Those cheddar biscuits. Damn those cheddar biscuits. <laughs> my mom loves those cheddar biscuits, man. <laughs> the world loves those cheddar biscuits. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're evil. And what about uh, Korean food? Have you found a local place that that mirrors the the cuisine from Korea that you? Well, I just went to Bonchon for the yeah. first time yesterday, thanks to the suggestion of, of young Dave Cunningham. And it was, it reminded me, uh, not the, like the locale, but the food reminded me a, a lot of what I used to eat in Korea. They had okay. uh, uh, two pretty good Korean fried chicken joints where I lived at in Korea. The, the beauty of where I lived at is uh, there's the base, and then right outside the base is about two square miles and about 300 bars in that two square miles. Uh, uh McDonald's randomly, uh, Popeye's <laughs> randomly, and then a couple other joints, and they all delivered to the bars, which was a wonderful, wonderful thing. Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah I was a big boy when I got back from Korea. <laughs> so we used to be sitting there chilling, and uh, Kilchon chicken was the one we preferred, so we just call them up, and uh, you know they would throw it on our tab, the bar would pay for it, throw it on our tab, and then they would just have Kilchon fried chicken dropped at our, at our bar table. Damn. Uh, uh, bon Chan reminded me a little bit of Kyochan fried chicken. Okay. Yeah, and they have Korean liquor in there, which is awesome. What's the difference between Korean fried chicken and American fried chicken? A lot or, how should I say, southern fried chicken? <laughs> a lot of it's just how it's made. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to use a lot of uh, honey, uh, garlic, soy mm-hmm. they put in the fried chicken. So it's just a different Ooh. flavor and texture. Okay. Yeah. And they don't slice up chicken like american slice up chicken like it's hard to find just a thigh a breast mm-hmm. a drumstick it's just some conglomeration of something and you're like oh yeah, fuck it there's meat on it yeah yeah there's, there's meat on it so yeah, it tastes good and just you know gnaw around whatever pelvic bone or whatever it is you're eating and, and you know you go about your business all right exactly how i think about men 
Yeah, that's neat on it. Gnaw around the pelvic bone and <laughs> go about your business. <laughs> the words to live by. <laughs> Many ways fried chicken from Korea and men stack up. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm somehow they they're spicy chicken. I'm not sure what the recipe is, but but they got Colonel Sanders. I know that much. It's yeah, it's yeah, they sure. got some good spice. I don't. Chicken. I haven't even had it, and I yeah. can tell you that much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah, good to go. I, I suggest everybody that's local check out that Bonchon, man. I'll I'll be going back. A friend of mine will be here in town for Heroes Con. We were in Korea together, um, and I was cool. like, yeah, we gotta go check this place. Nice. out. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. I might meet you guys there if you don't want some company. Yeah. I haven't oh, been yeah. there myself. Oh, yeah. I'll invite many people out there. Nice. I'm all about group outings to eat good food. So oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you got a local uh, craft beer that you like? I do have a local craft beer, which I suppose would be a good time to plug Thirsty Nomad Brewery, uh, the bar I do <laughs> trivia for. Um, they have all sorts of good stuff on tap. Um, it's a steampunk themed bar uh, yeah so it's, it is it is really a craft beer uh, bar brewery for for nerds each one it of is. their <laughs> each one of their beers is based off of a trope of some kind a character trope some kind of of you know the, the fantasy or steampunk so you have like a companion or a seeker or you know all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff um, my favorite is the companion this one's one of their it's on the lighter end of, of the beer range uh, I do believe that's a Hefeweizen. Uh, it's 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 good shit, good stuff. <laughs> you, you can guys, it's fine. Uh, yeah, it's 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 good. Uh, the the bar staff there are amazing people. Um, it's a little hole in the wall too. Right? Not a lot of people know about it. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it is. I was just yeah. there the other night. Okay. It, it, if thirty people are in there, it's getting crowded. It's a small place, but uh, I I enjoy that place. I like it so. If I, had to, if I had to pick anywhere, and it's only like a 12-minute drive from me, which is, you know, nice and quick. Thirsty Nomad Brewery. Check it out. Cool. Cool. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're sitting down in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. You're getting ready to geek out to mm-hmm. something amazing, or you're hoping something amazing. Yeah, and not King Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry, Guy Ritchie. What is your must-have movie food? I don't do movie food. Really? Yeah. What do yeah. you do? This Nothing. is the first time. I know. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't do movie food. Uh, if it's something that I am very much looking forward to, like let's say it's episode eight coming out, mm-hmm. I am going to be focused 100% on that movie. I don't have time for popcorn. I don't have time for drinks. I don't want anything stuck in my teeth. I don't want to hear anybody's rattling the food, no opening the snow caps. I walk in, I get my ticket, I sit down. Okay. And then I go about my business. I do popcorn maybe once a year. And that's if I have like my daughter at the movies, and she's eating most of it. Not a, not a, not a huge. I mean, I worked at a theater, which most people assume would turn you off, but I was never really on it before that. Okay. Wow, yeah. that's a first. I like to that be in the zone. I like to be in the zone. Okay, yeah. I can appreciate that. I don't mm-hmm. like the wrestling of packages being opened. Yeah, if you're gonna open too, it up, but... just just do me a courtesy and open it up before the movie actually right. starts. Yes. Like during the trailer or something like that, or or when Maria Menudos comes on AMC. Uh, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> can't stand that lady's face by now. <laughs> it's the same thing every time. Um, yeah, open it sometime then. But as soon as like the, the final lights go out, uh, I like to be locked into the screen and into the story. And I don't want to be taken out. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a comedy. 
you have a place in the theater where you want to sit, that's your that's your peak. That's your Sheldon. Yes, this is my spot. I think everybody's got that spot. Oh yeah, and it's all everybody's saving spot. It's the smack middle of the theater. <laughs> no one's trying to be like I was an opening night of Passion of the Christ. I was. Row one, the far right seat. So I had to crane my yeah, neck for three no. hours <laughs> oh. watching a, a man get beat uh, with a neck strain. It was it was not a good look. Uh, <laughs> I have not sat there since. I almost sat there uh, for a rival. I was a first row, a little bit closer to the center. So I had neck strain on both sides, and oh. not just one side. But yeah, everybody's got the same spot, man. Uh, right in the smack middle. Doesn't really matter which row, but somewhere in the middle. So you don't have to... You don't have to, uh, you know, you can just straightforward uh-huh. take it all in one glance. Because uh, when you look, if you get there 10 minutes before the movie starts, when it's really starting to kind of fill up, or maybe 15 minutes before the movie starts, and they're not quite there yet, you'll see all the sides are empty and just straight up middle is where people are sitting at. That's the thing that's yeah. everybody's It's a little spot. staggered a little bit. Yeah. No, because yeah. you don't want to be right behind somebody. Yeah, you don't want to be right behind the buffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with the buffer seat in between <laughs> there. And then uh, you go to Manor, and it's a little bit different. They've got the the um, long mm-hmm. uh, seating, and it's not really stadium. There's no Mm-mm. elevation rise to it. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how the draft house is. Like their elevation rise is so small that it's it's not quite noticeable. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not like amphitheater, mm-hmm. and it's not quite flat, but it's not quite in between. A little less than in between that. Okay. Yeah. You're stressed out. You've had a long day. You must eat something on the run or quickly so you can get on to your next project. Mm-hmm. Project. What is your stress food? Tacos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Any tacos, or is there, you know, um, can you whip in a jack-in-a-box? And get a taco. No. Okay. No. If I if I'm eating tacos, I'm going to Sabor. Uh, if it's if it's a crappy day at work, uh, I can pass a Sabor on my. Well, it's a little bit out of the way uh, on the way home from work, so I'll just stop in there. You know, I get off earlier than most people get off, so it's never really that busy in there. So I can just run and eat my tacos and dip out and still get home before the traffic gets bad. Um, if I'm not in an area where there is a Sabor. Um, I mean, a Burger King will do the job, man. I'm a fan of the onion rings. I get down on it. I mean, I had some a couple days ago. Uh, so yeah, I'll do just any anywhere that's quick and fast, really, honestly. Okay. In and out like a robbery. That's my that's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Pineville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Let's get into the tasting. Hmm. So what I am torturing you with today are questionable food choices. All right. From World Market. You guys mm-hmm. been to World Market? I have. Good beer. Okay. Well, you're familiar with the food section. <clears throat> and, and you guys remember the, the little section that has all those cubby holes with little tiny picnic foods? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've made a lot of gift baskets just getting the little miniatures out of there. Yeah, Simple but have you ever stuff. tried the miniatures? Mm, a couple times. <laughs> not, to this, not to this level. Yeah, same here. I, you know, I've tried to let, you know, the Tarani syrup, little bottles. Like, oh, I know what this is. Right, little jams and cheese wedges. Well, today I, I kind of picked a few things that, no, we wouldn't normally pick. Mm. Yeah, for those gift baskets. Now you know what you're giving. <laughs> you're about to find out just how hated you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I never heard from them. And once again, the uh, judging, the way we judge this is spit or swallow. 
So spit as much as you need to. It's okay. That's why you have <laughs> the finest napkins that Circle K provides. Oh, hey, man. Circle K has saved my life with their coffee so many times. Thank uh-huh. you, Circle K. So, uh, yeah, that's why I went to World Market and I was looking at all those cubbies. And I'm like, oh, well, I've always wanted to try this. <laughs> now I can take people down the rabbit hole with me. <laughs> they, we appreciate you being game to be subjected to uh, Why not? Why what we're not? eating. Mm-hmm. Well, let's start off with um, this wild gummit, uh, wild gummis. Wild Garden Hummus Dip. It comes in these cute little packs that mm-hmm. you can just kind of squeeze it out. Uh, one serving, and, and it's nice. And it would be this, this cracker. Oh. I have had this. Okay. I have not, but I thought I'd give it a try. Do you like hummus? You know, I've never had hummus before. Well, this is not the way to start. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like this, don't rule out hummus. Yeah, don't. All right, all right. I will tell you now, go to Kebabji mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. good hummus. All right, then. Okay, here we go. I like it on a water cracker. It's not terrible. No. No, it's not terrible. Wow. It, it's just your run-of-the-mill mass-produced mm-hmm. hummus. Yeah. I am really shocked by that. That's good. Dang. It's not what I was expecting at all. Mm-hmm. It's really good um, that I buy for my daughter. Mm-hmm. If we're going to be at a con all day, yeah, I'll pack crackers in that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no fuss and yeah. Well, it's the single serving. It's such an easy little yeah. thing. Only thing I had, I couldn't open it. I had to slice it open. I'm like, because it's one of those tears. Yeah, it's a pouch that mm-hmm. you have to rip. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? Come on. Oh, that should be a good episode. Is what the what good travel food to bring to a con? That would be good. I'm a pro. You are, you are. <laughs> well, let's go to the next one. Um, we'll try this little funky piece of wedge, which would be this one with the spots. It's a tomato and basil pasteurized processed cheese food. <laughs> <laughs> with tomato title. and basil. Is it inspired by actual food? <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be. I mean, there's, there's food substances in it, but... <laughs> It's not right. real cheese. Let me get some water and get the yeah. Uh... Even the cow's like, no, we're not touching that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that don't, that's not us. Well, I think the the hummus was a swallow for everybody. Mm-hmm. We'll see what this is. It's not that bad. Not great. This tastes like what you would get in the meat and cheese basket mm-hmm. around Christmas time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, little holiday cheese. Yeah. You're not yeah. really going to put it on anything. You're not going to buy it. Uh-huh. But you'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't know who's buying it for you to eat, but... Mm-hmm. That's another swallow. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Now we're going to go into the land of... You're going to hate me. <laughs> because World Market has these lovely little tinned pâtés. I'm a huge fan of traditional pâté, which is the goose liver and the truffles and everything. Yeah, and our veggie terrines or that. And now we've got these cute little tins. And if you can't, I know you guys can't smell it. And you can't smell it yet. No, I maybe, can't smell maybe it. Maybe hold it up to your face. Which one am I smelling? Oh, just anything. Anything? Any smell? Oh, okay. I have like a seafood sort of. Yeah, there is a seafood one. Okay. Mm. <laughs> you know what? We'll do it first to get it out of the way. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> 
<laughs> now this is a, the what is this? As I spin the can around a gazillion times. Oh, it's on the bottom of the can. <laughs> because that makes sense. Lobster. It is the lobster pate <laughs> with sherry. So, yeah. It's on a little cracker once again. Daryl, I see you reaching for your napkin already. <laughs> yeah. Let me just go and get this hand. Yeah, just, it's okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, oh. No. no. I, <laughs> oh. Yeah, is this bit? I made the mistake of inhaling oh. right before it got to my mouth. Yeah, and I no, I can't do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I applaud you two brave soldiers for oh, going into it. It wasn't, the initial taste wasn't bad. And then it got to, oh, I'm cat food. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, oh. like, New Jersey sewer. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Oh, 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 only the oh. finest of sewers. Oh, it just gets worse. Oh, I know. That's, that, I, it's number two's durian. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, yeah. It sticks. <laughs> it sticks. We're going to have to do a cheese round. Yeah, I'm going to. Put the rest of this tomato basil cheese and stuff. Okay. Well, which one did you pick? You got the brie? The village of brie. Okay. So the it's the little wedge cheeses and they have you can get cheddar or brie or anything. So I got the brie. I like brie cheese. And this is a oh, but this isn't real because it is a pasteurized processed cheese spread brie type. <laughs> brie type flavor. <laughs> Come on, guys. People, if you're going to get Brie, get Brie. I got a, a Brie-type budget. All right? I, don't have, <laughs> I don't have Brie budget. I got Brie-type budget. Oh, God. Please take I like the, the gold foil wrapping here. Very classy. Fancy. Fancy, indeed. That's not bad. It's not great. So, basically, this is Just like a type of Brie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not as it's, soft as I would like it to be. It's very generic tasting. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I think this may taste just like the cheddar later. But it does get rid of that other taste. Mm. <laughs> it does. Mm. <laughs> oh it's, my a, it's a swallow. It's not bad. Yeah. The lobster pate was a pure spit across the board. Oh. My God, that was nasty. Yes, let's <laughs> never mention it again. Mm. Sorry, I couldn't even give that a go. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> But but the brie like cheese was not bad. It was not bad. It got rid of that taste. Okay. Let's see here. I'm ready for another pate. Another pate. Oh, that one's probably not too good. Let's go with the, the goose. The goose pate. Now I can't be... really tell the difference. No, no, no. Is that okay. the more yellowish? No, yeah, it's the darker, yeah, yeah, more yellowy one. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't smell this one. Okay. That's good. Not bad. Yeah, I can tell this. It's not bad. It's I can't really whipped. describe it. Yeah, very well. It's definitely goose, but it's um, it's not firm like I'm used to, and I like. Or you just can slice it. And oh, this is very soft. And spread it, but yeah, this is, this is a whipped pate <laughs> mm -hmm. instead of a, a loaf, which is fine. It's not bad. Certainly not the worst thing I put in my mouth today. It's not the texture of like a grainy mustard. Yeah. Yeah. It does remind me of, of poutine, which uh, my favorite bar in Maryland does their poutine uh, in goose fat. They fry really? it in goose fat. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Uh, goose fat and sometimes switch up between goose fat and duck fat. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they shred duck and put it on top. Oh. And gravy and chives and cheese. It's, oh, oh, yeah, it's wow. Amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty good. I can deal with that. Yeah. Okay. How about this? We'll go with the smoked Gouda. I like a good smoked Gouda. Cute little package. I love cheese. Yeah. Oh, it's got that smoky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm sorry. It's smoked Gruyere. But it is, once again, the smoked, pasteurized, processed cheese food Gruyere type. Mmm. Very American. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I do Which like that. This might not melt. <laughs> <laughs> you might think, oh, I'll make a good grilled cheese with this. Nope. You're just warming up little bricks of yeah. food-like it, substance. It might survive World War Three, But mm. it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. They got the smoked part right. It's not too smoky. Not um, not overwhelming. Not overwhelming. No, I, I like it very much. Yeah, I'll yeah. actually probably finish that. All right, the last pate. This one Let's go. is the mushroom pate with marsala wine. Mm. Yes. I'm not a fan. I'll swallow I like it, it, but I'm not a fan. I'm not a huge mushroom guy in general, but this is decent. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm surprised. I'm actually... Gets a half a swallow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. Okay. I swallowed it, but... Yeah. yeah. And I love mushrooms. This is just not... Not quite your deal. Not my, not my jams. Not your deal. Um, but certainly not the worst. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. I believe we have one cheese left. For our little world market <laughs> questionable bur- burgesses. And it is cheddar flavor. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not real cheese. <laughs> uh, it's once again these cute little wedges that are so easy to deal with. Well, it's yellow, so at least they set it apart from the brief. I love cheddar. I don't love this. <laughs> oh, this is American. She, this is craft American singles, just in the wedge form. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not fond of it. It is. That's what I throw on top of my sandwiches in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to make a grilled cheese out of that, but. Yeah, I don't think I'd even make a grilled cheese out of that. <laughs> I would. I'm like, I, it was a swallow, but what a, a spit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eh. But. And I, I should have taken these out earlier because there's going to be bag noise. But what good picnic basket would be there without a dessert? Oh. Mm. So they have these little tiny Kinder Country snacks. Thank you. And I got so each you, one. Very clever. You kept these hidden. Yeah, yes. you did. Yeah, you did. This is a, this is a plot <laughs> twist. Da, da, da. So one little sweet as a reward. For going through a little bit of hell. <laughs> Still not as bad as the durian. Oh man, that durian. Oh. We'll be talking about that for a long time. Oh, forever. 
So these are the little German chocolate snacks with milk-like substance and nuts in the middle. It tastes like rice. Mm-hmm. I like this. It's far lighter than I imagined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfect, yeah, perfect for a kid's lunch. When I think mm-hmm. of like weird things to get at World Market, this is what comes to mind. Yeah. Like stuff I wouldn't normally pick up or be able to pick up anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And they're always changing what they have because, you know, they're always making new deals. But, you know, once again, it's, it's, you pass by and you're like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the bags of the, the different flavored chips, like right now they have the Korean barbecue. Oh, cool. Chips. I'd like to try those. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, everybody buys chips. You know, the, the bigger package stuff, you know, that people love. And these are, you, you pass by them, you're like, oh, I don't know. Now we know. <laughs> Do not touch the lobster. <laughs> I don't care if you're a seafood fan. No, that was a, that was criminal to lobster. Criminal. Uh, yes. Yes. New Jersey sewer. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this makes it all better. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Last but that smoked cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the smoked cheese too. What was your favorite? Oh, that's smoked cheese. Yeah. No. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. And, and the Kinder Bar. Oh, and of course. Of course. <laughs> what was that Yeah, I have to say the smoked cheese. Mm-hmm. What about you, man? The smoked cheese. Yeah. Oh. Three air. Three cheeses all around. Mm-hmm. So definitely pick up the hummus. That's good to go. We recommend the smoked Gruyere cheese-like substance. The, kin- the mini Kinder Bars. The pate, the goose liver, and the mushroom pate were not bad. It's that's going to be up to your personal taste. Yeah, that's yeah. enough to your personal taste. Yeah. I'm not fond of the the cheese wedges, the round of cheese wedges. The mm-hmm. brie, I can't, I liked the brie especially because it was a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah. For something like this. Yeah. Um. And the tomato basil was not bad. I put that on a, on a sandwich. No, yeah, I'll leave that, that alone. Was, that was decent. That was decent. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for being brave for us. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the invite. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. This is a new type of podcast for me. <laughs> yeah, normally, I'm talking about dudes in spandex, but this is this is a welcome change. Great. Well, we will let our listeners know where to hear your podcast, thank you. and they will see you at Con Carolinas next weekend. Mm. And when is Heroes Con? Two weeks after. Okay. June is con season for me, first and third mm-hmm. weekend. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank and with you. That, we bid you adieu.